Hello and welcome to another episode of Rise of the Black Republican Podcast. I'm your host, Lawrence Haley, and on today's show, we're going to talk about the big deal, a couple headlines that I love and hate, and we're going to introduce a new segment called The Absurdity of the Week. But before we do, I want to thank you for listening. Please tell your friends, pass along the podcast, rate and subscribe, give me some feedback so that way I know how I can improve the show. And with that said, we've got a full episode. Let's get into it. The Big Deal. What are we talking about here? Can't be any bigger than the big guy. Rambling Joe Biden. And I didn't give him that name. Actually, all credit goes to Robin Williams. Back in 2012, he did a stand-up about Joe Biden. And I'm going to let you hear it. Now, warning, it's Robin Williams. So language does get a little rough, but we'll beep it out where we need to. But now, we still have comedy, though. We still have great comedy out there. There's always rambling Joe Biden. What the Joe says that even people at Tourette's go, no. No. What is going on? Joe is like your uncle who's on a new drug and hasn't got the dosage right. I'm proud to work with Barack America. He's not a superhero, you idiot. Come here. When FDR was on television, there was no TV back then. Come here, Joe. <laughs> Sit down. Man, that's classic. I mean, like, look at this. This guy's been dead for nine years now. He died in 2014, and he could see back then how senile Joe Biden was. Just imagine his mental capacity and how it's declined since that time frame. We're talking, what, this was in 2012, so we're talking 11 years ago he did this stand-up? Man, and this is the guy who's going to run for re-election. And that's what we're talking about with the big deal. Joe Biden announced on April 25th, that he's going to run for re-election at 80 years old. Now, let me make myself perfectly clear. This is one of those times. His age is not the problem. There are some 80-year-olds out there who are sharp as a tack and could probably dance circles around me as far as uh, mental capacity. Joe Biden is not that guy. Joe Biden, it's clear that there is something going on mentally with this guy and that he is not uh, mentally fit to be the leader of the free world. That brings us to the topic of competition. We have another big-name Democrat who's hopping in the race. That's going to be RFK Jr. Robert Kennedy's son is hopping in the race. Now, I don't think he's going to get the nomination. The Democratic Party tends to stick with their guy, and I think they're going to stick with Joe Biden during this next election. This is how the Democratic Party selects their candidates. They're going to back their guy, Joe Biden, here next election. Now, my predictions on the conservative side. If Trump does not get the nomination... We're going to see it obviously go to Ron DeSantis. I think he's the no-brainer candidate. Love Nikki Haley. I actually already got my Haley 24 shirt, of course, because I have to rep for the last name. But I do believe that Ron DeSantis gets the nomination if it does not go to Trump. And in a Ron DeSantis versus Joe Biden election for 2024, hands down, DeSantis is our next president. So I think we're going to see a Democratic Trump card. What do I mean? There are rumors floating around the internet right now in different political circles that we're going to see Michelle Obama hop into the presidential race at the last minute. The excuse they'll use is that Joe Biden is not cognitively sound to be president. This is a frightening idea. This would essentially be Barack Obama's fourth term as president because let's be honest, Joe Biden is not calling the shots right now. He's even made a reference before to Barack Obama still being the president in one of his speeches. 
but that could be due to his mental decline. This is going to be very interesting to see how things shake out. Again, if Trump does not get the nomination, I say it's going to be DeSantis versus Michelle Obama. We'll see how that plays out, though. On to our next segment, the headline I love and the headline I hate. First up, the headline I hate. How could I not go this week without talking about Tucker Carlson? If you're not tracking and if you're living under a political rock, Tucker Carlson got fired last week as a part of the fallout from the Dominion lawsuit. Even now, they're citing different reasons why he was fired, ranging from text messages that repeatedly use the C word to all types of different things. But the biggest thing I see here and the reason I hate this headline, this is what happens when you're willing to expose the truth. You're going to get targeted and people are going to come after you. Tucker Carlson released the January 6th footage, the true footage of what went on and changed the narrative behind what we were all told was the truth. And ever since he did that, the heat has been on. You've seen this same thing happen to Elon Musk when he exposed the Twitter files. The heat gets on once you expose the truth. And that's why I hate this headline. Listen, Tucker's a hot topic and we could go on forever. We're not going to ride that wave. I want to focus on something else. The headline I love. Don Lemon. Within moments of it being announced that Tucker Carlson was getting fired from Fox News, CNN rushed and fired Don Lemon on the spot without even notifying him, supposedly. If you're not tracking on the Don Lemon story, Don Lemon is the perfect example of our typical liberal hypocrite. Back in February, he made a statement about presidential candidate Nikki Haley. And he said that Nikki Haley at 51 years old is a woman out of her prime. He said this to his female co-anchors and immediately he received backlash from the internet and everyone calling him out saying, had this been a conservative person who made this statement, he would have been fired on the spot. No questions asked, but nothing was being done. Again, now listen to the timeframes. He said this in February, wasn't fired until the last week of April. And if you're not familiar with Don Lemon, let me tell you why I love this headline. This guy is one of the most smug news anchors you've ever seen on TV. He belongs to what he believes is the protected class of liberals, black, male, gay. So black, gay, male. So he believes that he's a part of the protected class and he's untouchable. And now we're seeing how that worked out for him. So this is why I love this article. And Don Lemon, again, has been a smug anchor. Don Lemon has been a smug news anchor for a long time. You can literally just go to YouTube, go to Google, type smug Don Lemon, and you'll find tons of different videos. One of my favorites is one that's about six years old, where he got into a very unprofessional argument with former Milwaukee County Sheriff David Clark Jr. The whole thing kind of spiraled Essentially, this took place right after three officers were killed in Baton Rouge. And Sheriff David Clark brought up the point that there's no protest in the street. There's no cry out for the loss of life for these police officers like you see when one criminal is killed. You know, when one criminal dies, everyone loses their mind, to quote the Joker. But when these police officers are killed and murdered at the hands of criminals who are targeting police officers, like the officers that were killed in Dallas, 
you don't hear anyone complaining about that. You don't hear anyone protesting in the street saying that police lives matter. But meanwhile, BLM and Black Lives Matter, when one criminal dies at the hands of police officers, oh my goodness, everyone's up in arms and the police are targeting them. The police are racist. When there's evidence and there's been studies that have shown that police officers do not target black males any more than they target any other criminals. Harvard has done studies. The Washington Post has printed articles and redacted their articles because they've actually come out that they were lying in these articles. So the evidence and the data is out there, contrary to what the news wants you to believe, contrary to the liberal agenda that, oh, police are racist and the country's in a big race war and black lives matter and the whole nine yards. Sheriff David Clark goes on to say that Ferguson, which took place two years prior to this interview, is where the roots of BLM came from, and the news media, specifically CNN and Don Lemon, reporting on these type of articles and pushing the narrative to create an anti-police culture in this country that has led to the loss of lives of police officers. Obviously, Don Lemon didn't want to hear this, he threatened to kick Sheriff David Clark off the show. Literally told him, if you want to argue with me, you can leave the show right now. Ultimately, it was because Don Lemon knew that Sheriff Clark was right, and the narratives that Don Lemon and CNN are pushing are the ones that were putting these police officers in jeopardy in the first place. But again, that's just one example of Don Lemon's behavior and his smug behavior on air. The most recent comments that he made about presidential candidate Nikki Haley saying that she's past her prime was out of control because, again, aren't they the party that says, oh, we're supporting everyone. We support minorities. We support women. We support equality. We support equity. But here they are showing their true colors, or specifically Don Lemon in this scenario. Here he is showing his true colors and his judgments about how he actually feels about women. This fallout resulted in no one wanting to come on this show. Their ratings plummeting. This resulted in CNN this morning falling to third place behind Fox News and Friends and MSNBC's Morning Joe's. With it tanking their ratings, people didn't even want to come on the show anymore as far as guests because they were so disgusted by Don Lemon. This is hopefully one of the reasons they fired him, and that's why it's the headline I love. On to the absurdity of the week. Normally, we'll have one absurdity, but since we didn't have a show last week, I actually had two articles. On my phone, usually every morning, I get different news briefs, and one of the news briefs that popped up was that they are now using COVID-detecting dogs in K-12 schools. Yeah, I get this article that says, COVID-sniffing dogs can help detect infections in K-12 schools, a new study suggests. By simply smelling ankles and feet, canines are already being used to screen for COVID infection in sports venues, airports, and other public settings. Now, some researchers say the sniffing technique should be incorporated in schools as a fun way to detect traces of the disease. Immediately, I'm thinking to myself, what year is it? Is it 2023 or am I having a Groundhog's Day of 2020 again? COVID is over. I mean, COVID was never a thing to begin with in the first place. What are we doing here? We're going to traumatize kids with these COVID-sniffing dogs in 2023? Absolutely absurd. Our other topic, Joshua Kelly, a.k.a. 
Harpy Daniels. So let me explain what Harpy Daniels is if you haven't heard yet. This is a pretty new story. So the Navy now has digital ambassadors, basically social media ambassadors, that they're going to use to try to beef up their numbers. Uh, enrollment's down. They're trying to increase their recruiting. So they have these Navy digital ambassadors. They don't get paid, uh, but they are spokespeople that are trying to help with recruiting. So Joshua Kelly is a drag active service person, uh, active serviceman, uh, sailor in the Navy, who is trying to beef up recruiting numbers by dressing in drag and posting on social media. What is going on? Like, the world has completely turned upside down. Now, what's great about this article, and why I say it's absurd, is because now Kelly is accusing critics of not fully supporting the military. Stop it. We completely 100% support the military and we're thankful for everything you do. But this isn't how we boost numbers. We don't boost recruitment by dressing in drag and going and posting on social media. If you see this guy dress up in drag and post these pictures, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's absurd. The world's turned upside down. And that's our absurdity of the week, number two. Joshua Kelly, Harpy Daniels, look it up. It's it's It'll just blow your mind. Well, that's it. That's The Rise. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And don't forget, tell a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. We're available wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. This has been Rise of the Black Republican, a Team Haley production.